0: This is G.A. the prior at Sokokoji Buddhist Monastery. Sokazan offers these talks without expecting anything in return. If you value these talks and would like them to continue, please visit our donate page at www.sokokoji.org.
1: Thank you. Dharma Talk's title for this evening is Justified. Justified. The idea of using that word is to so that we can talk about, so I can talk a little bit, and you can ask questions about uh, a, a dynamic that we quite quite often use or do. We we try to look at something to see if what we need to do about that is justified, justified, or are we justified in doing this or doing that, pushing or pulling, shutting down, opening up, and all the other. Directions justified. There's a movie by that name, a series of some kind of a several seasons long, probably. That's not what I'm going to talk about, but it is a concept that we quite often go to when we're we're kind of confused about whether to move ahead or step back or go this way or go that, we're trying to make a decision about something or analyzing, interpreting any dynamics or any decisions that we've made along the way or watched other people make. We try to say, well, was that really justified? Is it justified? It's an interesting uh, concept. And I would say that there's no way you can tell if anything is justified. The very nature of saying this and this and this, that he, shed, he said, she said, then they did. And then, so that's justified what you, justified for you to do this or that you name it that doesn't mean you wouldn't do it you may do something but to follow it up with it's justified is a big misunderstanding and will not fundamentally help you in terms of what you've just done or say someone goes this direction goes that direction over here you see that's harmful or that's not helpful or that's obstructing uh, obstructing to someone who is say helpless and you come and interfere with that and stop them from doing that. Do the do do the action that you need to do, but don't don't uh, abandon your fundamental open responsibility for anything you do. By well, I'm justified in doing that. This is an incredible fuel for ego. Some people live their whole life justifying every damn thing. They're never wrong on anything. They're always justified. And they might follow that up with all kinds of variations on that theme. This doesn't mean that something along those lines isn't going to show up in the consciousness. Uh, when you're looking at this situation or that one, And you feel like I need to do, I need to move in this direction. I need to do this or that based on what I'm seeing. I can't help it. I have to go in and stop this situation or start this one or end this one. Whatever may show up in your life, in your living room your family, your sangha, but you could go ahead and do that if you needed to do that. It had to be done, but don't particularly follow that up with justified, so you no longer have to even look at it. Everything is always in flux in some way or another. I could go on and on about this a little bit, but it might be good to interact with some questions. Go ahead. Cheers, I'm bowing.
0: I asked you about this topic earlier. And one of the things that I'm really trying to understand is what is it about evidence that does
1: not work on the spiritual path? Um, So some evidence, uh, as you've heard me say before, all evidence is partial because it's, it's relative truth and not that it isn't relative highly relatively relatively true and in this particular situation you cannot see all the causes and conditions that are behind any given situation that you say this has to be stopped why because look what he she they did and look what's happening and look what this is causing so you can always track it down a little ways but you can't find the fundamental cause for anything you can't find first the source of anything that is happening or in motion. It's just incredibly complicated. But we get hooked by that because the ego mind, the self-centered mind wants to be safe, wants to be in control and be in the right or be correct or be accurate or have a justification for doing this or that or the other thing or justification for not doing it. I couldn't do that because An example would be all the young children who were murdered by the insane uh, 18 year old. Uh, I'm sure that all of those officers out in that hallway, or wasn't even in the hallway outside the building with an unlocked door, could justify why they were out there. You might find one of those, if you listen to all the justifications, you might find one that you might say, Yeah, well, that makes sense to me too. And then you might find all the rest of them were just smoke blowing smoke is that is there a justification for that or is there a justification for shall we say throwing caution to the winds and go in there knowing there's an ak-47 around the on the other side of that door that there's no way you can live through it i'm just using that as an example it's a hard situation but it's probably not a good uh, thing to get into law enforcement if. Unless you're ready to do that kind of a situation, face that kind of a situation. All that being said, I don't think you can find exact blame for anything there. It's, it's the entire whole system, the way we run everything, right? going right back to the mental health of that person who was insane. There was no help for that person. That doesn't let them off the hook, so to speak. I mean, that they aren't culpable, of course they are. But you can go on. You can't find the first cause. But society, because we operate out of, what, right and wrong, up and down, back and forth, should do, shouldn't do, should do, shouldn't do, correct and incorrect, and it's all creates the illusion of some kind of relative safety for a little while. It's very difficult. So what should you do? What could we do? You can find out who you are. Stop getting... Your identity. I'm not saying you can turn that off, but stop getting your validation as a particular person doing a particular thing. Your identity of somebody from uh, what others think, or what, for, for that matter, what you, what you even think. Find out who you are fundamentally. That's what I'm here to do. And if this, you have an interest, then please keep coming, because I'm not about to shut up about it. But. One of the hardest justifications for me
0: is the internal dialogue, particularly retelling stories. Yes.
1: Is there a way to interrupt that constant justification? Don't interrupt it. Don't interrupt anything. Just receive. That's more difficult than interrupting or trying to correct or fix or notice that you're Just noticing that you're full of yourself, which is what you're saying about. You're just full of the constant churning of otherness or justification or, or judgment or justify, justification. So just be aware of that. Bring, bring the mind, bring your awareness to what is moving in terms of shutting down or justifying, taking a position, an opinion, an idea, a conception, a conclusion. Conclusions are powerful more are
2: you
0: bowing is there any justification for us to ask for donations by asking people to go to the donate page and help us (laughs)
1: uh why is everybody grinning (laughs) i was caught off guard here yes go to the donate page and there's a justification for that because we need to expand this community. We've done all right for a few years here, but we need to go into this community more. We've already started doing that. This needs. This is like the center. This is like the heart of this. Uh, this monastery is the heart of this. We we train people's minds to see clearly here, and hopefully this kind of uh, uh, practice that we can extend this slowly, not aggressively, into the community. We, we need help doing this. So please go to the donate page, help us if you can, help us if you can.
0: I had another question. It's another area that justification seems to show up a lot for me, which is after I've done something that you could perhaps call a transgression, maybe upset somebody and they pointed out, I want to justify what, oh, I see. I did that, you know, and it was because of this. did it because of this and does that kind of justification
1: interfere with what is occurring excuse me it's very situational so therefore you could say that um one one situation might be something where you would not say anything at all and another situation where it's just totally appropriate to to say that to a person, the reason I did this is because this and this, and that might be because just the whole dynamic needs to be cleared up based on every other thing that's happening in that situation with other people or what's going to happen uh, next Pardon me. What's going to happen next time? It's situational. Do you follow what I'm saying by situation? There's no, don't set up standards for anything. Be be uh, completely present for every situation so that you see, you actually are seeing what's happening. You're seeing the dependent origination. You're seeing the causes and conditions that are arising in any given situation. And they are never going to be the same. Uh, Society and quite often families want to set up solid rules. So, you know, the rule of law. We're a nation of rules and laws. Probably that's the only way to do this. But when it comes down to inner interaction between you and other people, you keep it keep it as light as possible. Just like we have forms and rules in the monastery, but they are not no one's ruling this with an iron fist or anything. So they're they're they move with the person that's observing them. Go ahead.
0: Jesus I, I just noticed a lot of times it's about not wanting that person to be mad at me anymore, and I just I think question is is it sometimes helpful to just let someone be upset with you? Yeah. Which
1: person gets mad at you?
0: No but no one here. Oh okay that's good. <laughs> I think everyone in this room almost has had an interview with me about terrible things I've done.
1: Oh good I told you and they've told you about it and you've yeah, listened. I tried yeah okay. Good. Well geez am I
0: I think that that initial question is it helpful to allow people to have their their
2: Negativity. They're upset. They're
1: being upset. They should should be able to have that. Should be able to tell you that without you doing much about it. Again, it's it's situational. So there might be times when you would come right back and say you you misunderstand that, or uh, the way it looks, it looks like I did something that didn't work from your point of view, but from my point of view, it's the only only thing I could do. So you could could explain a little bit. It's very, very. uh, if you're being defensive, it's gonna probably gonna show up. That's what's happening. And if it's anybody here, they're probably gonna tell you you're being defensive. Wouldn't you say? More about that? Question?
2: Go Uh, Is it possible to try to go deeper into our unexamined karma or know, things that we've shut down on before without slipping into explanations and justifications and
1: storytelling? Uh, Good question. I think it is, but you, you will not, and you, it's, this is done through, I'm very biased. The only way I know of, I'm not saying there isn't some magical formula somewhere. The only thing I know about is to sit down, hold very still without being rigid and watch the movement of the mind. If you're doing that, then you'll be, become more and more clear, not by way of information. It won't be something you suddenly know a bunch of things about yourself, but you'll become more and more clear about the way in which your, your mind works, the way you cover things up, not just you, but anybody. And you'll find yourself saying less and doing less. But you're, the, what you're referring to as depth, that begins to show up. The things start to get uh, more clear on a deeper level which, to, from the point of view of ego, can be scary. That's why you need a. The way I say it, you need a path. You need a teacher, you need a teaching, and you need a community. Not, not that you couldn't do this by yourself, but it's very unlikely.
2: Um, How does it show up, or what does it look like if it doesn't have a, a story or an or that? It's the
1: space minus the clouds. It's the, the openness minus the odds and ends that flop around in there that the ego mind, lo, mind loves to get a hold of and squeeze or push away or reinvent or describe or justify. Do it anyway. Just do it. Other questions?
2: A question from Shiva Shambo. How does
1: justification relate to abortion? Well, I have to write a book about it. Oh, so I'm not, I'm not sure what, how does, I don't know what, what their question is, what you, what it is you, you're looking to find out about. So could you tell me what it is you want to know? Shiva, who is it? Shiva? I'm trying to think of what I could, how I could comment on that without knowing any further. I would say that you can you can justify anything. You can justify. I can I can take the position of you should you shouldn't have an abortion. I can justify that, and I can also justify that you should have an abortion. You should have the right to have it. You can justify anything. You, it's an excellent question, but you ask me how does it relate to it. I'm saying, it, it's 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 a, it's a you can relate to anything. I mean you can justify anything. That's why I say really look at any time you justify anything. Really look at that situation and see if you're really covering up what you really need to be looking at. This is something Trungpa Rinpoche, back in the 70s, uh, 1970s, when people ask about, should, should I get an abortion? He would say, you should not, unless you have to. Mainly what I say. Don't do anything unless you have to do it. So if you, if you don't have to do that, if some, if you, for one thing, is uh, you would say, don't get pregnant. But there are errors, mistakes, and all kinds of things can go wrong. So, I'm not really for or against anything in that area personally. I would say it's, it's very individual. Uh, if you're wondering what my position on it is, I don't think that, I don't think somebody in, uh, on the federal court should be making those decisions at all. Uh, the only person really can decide making any decision there would be uh, the potential mother that's the that that's where the line is drawn if you want to draw a line, but you don't need to justify anything. You don't need to go in and say, well, it uh, should be this because of that, because of that. So it's so situational, so it's differentiation all the time, but to have a group of people over here uh, in this area, they're making a law that for everyone out there in something that is so personal and that it's just... Pretty mind-blowing but that's what our what our society is doing these days did they come up with another question
2: uh, Navid has a question
1: Ar' it Navid what is
2: is it jealousy or aggression not wanting something very valuable in your possession to fall into the hands of wrong people or am I totally wrong in assuming them wrong people is this justification?
1: What do you think he wants to know? Something not very valuable? Did you say that? Or very valuable? Maybe not. Falling into the hands of wrong people. Anybody help me with that? No, I, I'm, I'm not sure, pardon me. I'm not sure what, navid I'm not sure what it is you're asking about. I have a, an idea uh, of, but I can't follow the track of thinking that led to that kind of a question. You gave me an either or also, which are uh, just to make me dizzy. Our justification suspicious? I don't know if it's so suspicious, but it just should be, if you, if you, if something happens or you do something and then somebody, somebody points out something about it, maybe that, or maybe perhaps you didn't see that that was going to affect them. So, they come over and say, well, when you, you did that, but look what that, where that leaves me. And then you instead of respecting that and receiving what's happening there to immediately go away from that into your just go back to your original justification for even doing such a thing in the first place and being kind of generic here because i don't want to get into stories about it but just be i don't know if i use suspicious but if you if you're starting to justify anything that's happened to your partner or to another person or to yourself uh, then Anytime time you justify it, you've actually stopped, uh, you stopped looking, you've stopped investigating it, and you're residing on, on the surface of the justification. So no more, can't question that anymore.
0: More? I'm particularly looking at the space where the justification arises, and then it makes me suspicious of what it's pointing at. Like, maybe I shouldn't do that because there's some justification behind it. So I'm wondering if hmm. something can arise with the justification and still be something
1: that we need to do, how would we know? Well, I think you would know by just by being clear about it and, and so that we're not saying making a standard where you can't have a justification. Just anytime you, that arises with something else, use your own insight, your own prajna, your own uh, clarity about uh, causes and conditions and see if that's something you need to proceed or see if maybe you've already done that. Maybe it doesn't require justification. Maybe you just let it lay where it's at without saying anything about it
0: mind,
1: do justifications ever go away? A couple of them will. But that one you're trying to get rid of? <laughs> no. <Nope. laughs> Let's see if I can respond to that in a way that's not so silly. I think you may see that the justification you put on something was, was kind of covering something up. That was a deeper understanding of that situation. So in that way, the justification could maybe not uh, go away, but it could change the the quality of that situation. Could You could see it differently. You might see it whereas at first it was a justification. And that's why you did it. Well, I had to do it because of justifying it. You might look at it, backtrack, maybe three days later, you might look and say, you might be able to see that the justification was a cover-up rather than anything you absolutely needed to do. Or the other thing is it's something you needed to do, but you misunderstood that you needed to do it to do that and instead of being in the open breeze with that need to do that. You felt like, because you knew no one would understand the choicelessness of you in that matter. So you had to cover it with a justification. So you'd have some way of explaining it. It's, it's a, it's a interesting area. It's like, um, you're a fully ordained monk. And you know, if somebody asks you to do something for them, and you see that you can't do that, but you, instead of just saying no, I can't do that, instead you might want to come in and say, well, I can't do that because I'm a monk. So that that could be a justification that may not be necessary. You might just need to say, I can't help you with that. No explanation at all. You follow that a little bit.
2: Augie bowing. Augie. So so could we say then that anything we do, anything that happens, is automatically justified by, because it's dependently arisen, bowing?
1: Nah, that's too easy.
2: Augie bowing. It saves a lot of explaining, like you said, all this chatter, explaining,
1: yeah. and, and
2: justifying, judging, all the crap we do.
1: Okay, then. Bowing. Yeah, but we'll just don't call it justification. Just call it stubbornness. I know where you're going. I know where you're going, and I'm not going in there. <laughs> no, not going to do it. And I do follow you. I follow what, you, what you're saying. We're just saying that everything is choiceless, and things are arising in a certain way. And it's very tempting for when, once you start to see this, it's very tempting to say, well, probably things are fated then. It's very easy or kind of tempting to go in there and just and do that kind of just lock, lock down on, just justify it that way. Well, everything's faded. You can't, you know, everything's choiceless. That means that you have no say so about anything. So anything that happens to you has to happen because of karma, because of because, of because, of because. It doesn't, it, it's not quite that uh, simple, cut and dried, and just, it's not just that way. It's actually not too, That's why it is so challenging because the imputed to ness, me and the other stuff, me and everyone else, you and everything else around you all the people all the situations night and day up and down back and forth and all the polarities around us that so are so incredibly magnetic to make us believe that we're a separate being in a, in the midst of a world of separate things look closely from now on Joker bowing. yes
2: brian bell has a question in the chat box go ahead is there a correct justification For example, with making judgments and applying relative action for our perceived collective shared good, example, applying a punishment for our former national leader.
1: So I I follow where you're going with that, but I I, I don't think punishment is uh, so workable. Not only that area, but any area, any crime. Is that person a criminal? A criminal? Probably more than likely it 's uh, been going on since he was born, really, uh, but as far as the whole punishment idea not not it 's not a good idea to do that it, it would be a good idea to intercept that kind of activity so it doesn 't keep spreading and harm other people, but to go in and anytime you lock anybody up or punish them or give them the electric chair or or the hangman 's noose like we heard about recently, anytime you do anything like that you're you 're playing into the right and wrong, correct and incorrect, and you're you're being very, 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 let me say it one more time, very disrespectful of the very nature of delusion and confusion by blaming people who cannot see that, who actually believe their thoughts, believe that they're in control, believe that they deserve to rob that bank or swindle this person out of, Their goods. They believe it. They think they're correct. And when we go that direction, then we're we we work with that in such a way as to to buy into good and evil. And so we try to stop evil. We try to stop bad. We arrest people, throw them in jail instead of realizing that even the people in jail are there are dependently risen. All of the things, all the things that happened to a particular person before they at the age of 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Uh, the things that happen in that whole uh, uh, consciousness dynamic that brings them to a prison because of things that they've done, uh, we justify it. We had to do that because they were this, they were that. We had to do that. So we get caught in that right and wrong mentality. So, uh, Brian, uh, I'm not saying that something shouldn't be done about that, and it looks like they're trying to do something. But as far as the punishment area, uh, this doesn't mean shouldn't be prosecution. I'm not not saying we shouldn't do something about it. We might have to do something, but to me, the prosecution is more about preventing that con- from continuing to happen rather than any kind of punishment. It's not going to mean anything punishment to that particular uh, kind of consciousness.
2: Michael, What's the nature of confusion and delusion?
1: Ignoring the truth, ignoring uh, dependent origination, shutting down on dependent origination. You can't see the truth. You can't see the truth of suffering. You can't see the truth that everything is dependently risen. There's not a singular being singularity. Nisvabhava is a traditional way of saying it in Sanskrit. Not that that's going to make it any more acceptable to you. But there is is no solid being. It's an incredible illusion. So we are delusional and we are confused about the nature, uh, commonly called conflicting notions, conflicting ideas, conflicting thoughts about the nature of reality of, of the world, conflicting emotions and thoughts about what this is. One day it's this, the next day, and then you doubt that, and then you're not sure about that, and then you get some reinforcement from your friend. Then you get some, something, something else pushing in another direction from your boss who just fired you. But you could just go on and on and on. It's extremely confusing from the point of view of trying to figure it out, trying to get the right thing. But our whole legal system is trying to do that. And what does it do? It does create st- some stability for a while. But what, 150 years? 20 years? 20 days? and then it goes back into the rotisserie to be cooked up some more. So you or me, we each, according to the Buddha's Dharma, the teaching of the Buddha, the way I understand it. If you understand this differently, then come along. I'm here, as I often say, come and get me. Show me where I'm I'm misunderstanding this if you can, is that you need to see that you're not a separate being. You're separated, but you're fundamentally not separate from anyone, anywhere. You're not separate from the most wonderful, magical, angelic Bodhisattva or Buddha. You're not separate from uh, uh, the demons in the hell realm. Not the same as them, not separate. Not the same, not the same, not separate. Sandokai, the equality of sameness and difference. When you begin to see that, you begin to become responsible for everyone and everything. Not to blame. But you have the ability to respond to everything as it is in a genuine way and directly. You look right into the eyes of any angel and any demon. You see who they are. You know who they are. And there's no praise, no blame. There's No praise, no blame looking in the mirror. There's no praise, no blame looking in the eyes of anyone. I'm happy to respond to further questions about that if you have one. Speak up, y'all.
2: Andy bowing. Andy bowing. <laughs> they both start with an A. Yeah, um,
1: well, I, if he wasn't going to go. Yeah. Augie, <laughs> uh, you first, and then I'll go to Andy. Augie bowing.
2: Uh, we talk about seeing not separate, but is it similar or equivalent to just not have the notion to begin with that there's separation? no
1: you see the separation you actually see both you see the separation incredible you in in fact and in fiction you even see a uh, you're more clear about the actual dynamic between you and any person and you notice the dynamic the separation between you and, and any person uh, anywhere any being any mosquito uh, any German shepherd is completely individually distinct and and there's no standard for it You can walk right up to some people, stand right next to them and feel incredible connection with that person. And they won't even know it necessarily. And you may may walk away from that uh, crosswalk and never see them again. It doesn't mean you you get to do anything. Another person, you see them across the street and you immediately have uh, um, uh, fear or suffering come up in your mind stream. Not to be corrected, not to be accepted. Not to be shut down. Don't accept. Don't reject. Don't shut down. Just receive. If, it's, if it comes your direction, you got it coming. Even if it's across the kitchen table from your partner, from your mother, from your child, receive, receive.
2: More, Augie? Augie bowing. I, I may have said it wrong. I meant that uh, we talk about seeing not separate. Yes. But Is that equivalent to just not occurring to me, or you, anybody, that the notion of separate?
1: If I'm following what you're saying, I would have to say, seeing the separation is seeing no separation. Quite often, what we, seeing the separation, actually, that's why you see the no separate. You have to look at the separations. This is why Shikantaza, you watch the thoughts arise and fall go away, more come up, they turn this way, they turn that way, they go away, they come back, they're sharp around the edges, they're soft around the edges, they're very personal and touching, or they're very impersonal and abrupt. Any kind of way of characterizing thought patterns, They, uh, you see that they're separate. And that's how you can see deeply that nothing is separate from anything else anywhere. It separates out, but it's fundamentally not separate. Did I get anywhere near what you're asking about?
2: I'll be bowing a little closer. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll try again later. Thank you, uh, okay.
1: Bowing. Again, the sutra says a hair's a hair's breadth deviation will fail to uh, uh, uh will fail to uh, tune to the proper whatever the. Fail to accord the proper. It will fail to accord. Accord that was the word with the proper attunement. So anything you look at, don't don't deviate, don't add, don't subtract, don't divide. Do nothing with it. Whatever shows up, that's it. Whatever shows up, that's it. And even saying that's it is a teaching device. It's not actually it. It's the way of getting you to pay attention to what's in front of you on the wall in your mind stream. No matter who triggers it, it is your your con- consciousness, your whole dynamic of being a living, breathing thinking eye blinking being. Just receive anything. It shows up there, not separate from that. It's it is yours. It's your responsibility. You're the one who responds. Responsibility does not mean blame the way it's being used here. There is no praise, no blame. But there's responsibility for everything. Everything's your fault. Everything you get credit for everything. Might be a simple way of putting it there isn't anything that isn't yours isn't yours it won't feel like it you won't have some kind of magical feeling like we're all one and start singing you are the world i'm not talking about that kind of romance thank you yes sir andy
2: andy bowing uh going back a little bit like i i believe i read somewhere in one of uh trump uh books about like once every hundred years or so, you might come across a person where you do have to kill them because of something about them. And I'm just wondering about the
1: what, how do you know when that shows up or what the justification is, Balan? <laughs> I, I, uh, I actually said that myself some years ago. I, I said, you know, you may have to kill somebody. And then uh, Kevin, I don't know if Kevin's here tonight, but uh, Kevin Townley had a had that you may have to kill somebody stitched on a pillow with a knife and blood dripping off it, <laughs> of and it's in the in the white tar room in there. So that's been laying around for years. So and what's being said is very much what uh, Trunk Parimpreet said. You you don't know what's going to ha- happen. I mean, even you could even say that uh, you would never do that. Yet you go out and you make a mistake and you run over somebody, you kill them. Or what he perhaps was talking about. Somebody's getting ready to do this or that, and you see that the only way you can stop that person is to end their life. I think he was asked one time if he if he there was somebody who was going to blow up the world, push a button, and you know send atomic missiles everywhere, would he be able to kill them? And he said yes, so, you know, he would shoot them. So people trying to put him on the spot and see if they can't get him cornered somehow. But yes, you you may have to kill somebody. And it may not be the way you thought. This doesn't mean that you're not, not being, no one's telling you that, that that just when you get angry at somebody, that you know, maybe I need to kill them. I'm really mad at them. <laughs> if they need to be uh, rid of them. Other questions?
0: Kelly Bowing. Yes, go ahead. How is a monk responding with, I can't help you? putting others before themselves
1: that way? Well, it would be, it'd be a situational. It would be a situation. So I'm not saying, I'm not giving anybody uh, some kind of license to just refuse, but it would be, that's a possibility. They might look at that situation and actually that might be genuine. They might not be able to help them. And the other thing, if that person is functioning as a teacher, That might be the most helpful thing you could tell to that person. You could say to them, say, I can't help you. You have to see what this is. If you're speculating about it, get your butt to the wall. Cut into the speculator. Look, anytime you speculate on anything. The very nature of confusion is to speculate. To not be able, your ego, not just you, but people's ego is so fragile, they can't stand 20 minutes of not knowing let alone three weeks of not really being sure what's happening next. Got to fill it up with some kind of junk called opinions, ideas, conclusions, justifications, and judging people. Notice how easy it is to look at somebody else and just, I see what their problem is. Very easy. Don't do it. Don't do it. Save yourself. Save yourself from this insanity in the world so that you can fundamentally help others. Well, don't misunderstand me, Kelly. I'm not justifying. I'm not saying that somebody who's a monk is right in doing that. I, I say they may have to do that depending on who comes this direction, who shows up. You are a therapist and you, you're, you're operating under a, a different uh, a set of, uh, of structures there than, than uh, someone who is a Dharma teacher or is a monk. And if you're not clear about that, you should have an interview with me about it. And I'll make it very clear to you so you know. When I say that, I'm not saying a counselor is any less important. There's so many people in society who are never going to meditate, but they really need somebody to talk to them about what's happening in their mindstream so they don't hurt themselves or hurt others or create more confusion for those around them. So we need everybody we can get. I know when I first started practicing Many years ago, in the early '70s, uh, all the, the the scuttlebutt or the gossip around in those days was a uh, uh, well, Rinpoche. Uh, everybody was always gossiping about what Rinpoche said. Rinpoche thinks that you know psychologists are no good. Everybody has to be a meditator. It was just all this stupid stuff going around. And the next thing you know, there's Naropa Institute was founded, and then they have uh, Buddhist psychology is being taught there, where they're training psychologists and training therapists. So. Do you follow me a little bit or am I chasing you down an alley where I can't see you anymore?
0: (laughs) Kelly bowing. As we try to help the community. Are, is there something else that we're doing that's, is it not justification? Is it something else bowing?
1: I'm not justifying anything. I'm doing a whole lot of things and I, I don't have any, I don't have any, uh, justification for anything. The only thing I justify anything with is a vow that I intend to fulfill. And that may not look like I'm doing it to you or you or anybody else. But I'm not looking to you for approval. I'm looking to you for help. Help me. Help Help us. Help this community. Help this situation where the core of this situation is about the truth, training the mind. I'm not talking about it's better than everybody. I'm just saying someplace where there's no bullshit. And that seems to be very important for one to reach out into a community that is full of bullshit without getting contaminated by it and suddenly thinking you have to go to war with this person because that's the only way you can relate to them is because they're warlike. So you feel like you have to fight with them. Further, Kelly?
0: Kelly bowing. is it, Is it okay for us? Is us explaining what we are trying to do or offering? Is that, is there something else to call that other than justification?
1: Okay. So I'm not against justification. Uh, uh, What I'm saying is be aware of the justification to see if your justification actually has some some uh, street cred in other words it, it makes sense of course you're justifying the reason we're doing this is because uh, children getting out of school over here are don't have any place to go and the chances of them getting in trouble are very great with all the other children that are getting out of school and possibly their home situation is dangerous so we've all talked about this you want to call it justification you can call it whatever you want i just say it needs to be done uh, I, I don't We can call it justification, but it's about being aware of it. Being aware that you might be using justification in another way to actually get your way or to not look at something that sucks or is dangerous or smells bad. Or you might get the finger pointed at you because something you did or said. But yes, as far as helping people in the community, I'm all about that. Let's talk to everybody we can, everybody that will listen. I'm expecting you. uh, And that's true. But it's with a big E. I'm expecting you to come since you only live six blocks away. You got so close. I was thinking you're going to move closer, but you got just far enough away that I can't hike down there real easily. <laughs> Probably Dan would chase me away anyway. Excuse me. So I'm saying... We're not, we're not trying to get rid of justification. It's just when that's used to, to cover up something that really needs to look, be looked at more closely. So just like a justification for having uh, traffic lights, don't need to say much about that. But sometimes the whole idea of laws and everything gets carried away where you start actually hurting people, harming people by punishing people who, who just tend to go in circles anyway, and instead of fundamentally helping people. Throwing people in a box for 20 years when they robbed a party store at the age of 15 is not a good idea. Uh, do I have to justify that? I hope not. I don't have to say too much about it. But it's done. I've met them in prisons, lots of them. And several of us have been into prison. And you meet people in there and you talk to them and you say, this is ridiculous. You've been in prison for 15, 20 years. And here's a very reasonable person who could very easily be let out and... We'll probably let go uh get a job and go to school and be okay but no they, they have set up a standard and then they have to obey by it otherwise uh politicians are accused of being soft on crime those kinds of insane things further questions yes
2: further question from shiva shiva i'm not christian but are you aware of the tower of babel
1: why does it seem that dynamic plays out to this day? I am. It's just uh, it just causes and conditions that are going on and that are untraceable. There is no primary source of blame for anything. And so, Shiva, I don't know if you're Buddhist or not, but you just said you weren't Christian, and nor am I, uh, but I am Buddhist. And, and my, what I would say to you is, train your mind to see clearly. You cannot figure this out, The thinking process can take you a long way. It can take you into particle physics. It can take you into um, being a chemical engineer. It can take you into, like Augie is and Chisho. I don't know if he's here, but he's probably trying to get his internet to work. But you can do a lot with thinking, but you can't see the nature of reality with thinking. You can come damn close. You can look at the way the physical world is made up, but consciousness is not produced out of molecules and atoms but scientists think it is and they keep trying to find out how or or, where's the consciousness at in the brain it isn't in the brain It, it it has no valid it has no substantial existence if it did it would go away just like my coffee's going away did i ask for donations yet you can ask
2: again that's why we're justifying buying the house down
1: okay we're justifying buying that house down the road but we're not covering up the just occasion. Yeah, and
2: Kelly's going to help.
1: And Kelly's going to help us. Run it. And so is Dan. And anybody else we can snag, to help us. Is there further? But another,
2: <clears throat> another question from Navid. Naveed. will you keep knowledge away from people who might misuse it? Hmm.
1: I'm not. I'm not tracking what. Uh, will I personally do that? I'm not sure what, Naveed. I'm not sure what you're asking. Is this some kind of a political inquiry or, like, don't don't tell people how to make uh, alka seltzer bombs? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, you put alka seltzer in a bottle and shake it up and it blows up. Got to be really bored to do that. I'm really, I don't mean to be uh, making light of your question. If you can clear it up for a little bit for a slow person as I am. I think very slowly, if at all. Michelle has a cat. The cat is waving with Michelle's help. (laughs) I saw, I saw, I was looking at TikTok the other day and uh, i saw a cat walking on its back feet like this around like that is that done with is that digital is that how they control that because you can't get a cat to do that i'm asking you you're the person the meta person you don't know is there oh go ahead
2: Navid says i mean something like spiritual knowledge
1: so there are some warnings about that. Uh, Trungpa Rinpoche would warn about that to some extent, and felt that that kind of uh, the understanding of spiritual knowledge was uh, could be dangerous uh, in different ways. And uh, the whole idea, uh, quite in tantric teachings, are there's so much power in those teachings that they could be misused. So I think he was uh, he was concerned about that to some extent. He mentions it in different places. He doesn't make it real clear what he's talking about, so I would say I think it's possible to, to misuse it I'm not particular particularly teaching uh tantra as a as a particular practice I teach uh, Shikantaza. take a final question or we can close you have a question anyone here Carl no
2: questions Carl no. <coughs> Is the intention
1: behind the vow received or produced? Uh, It's both, uh, to receive and produce. The intention behind the vow is to be with all things and save all beings, put others before yourself. So you have to do a whole lot of receiving, facing the wall and receive whatever comes in your mind stream, receive, receive, so that when you do get up off the cushion and begin to produce anything, including making lunch that you're very, very clear about what you're doing. You don't you don't have to generate awareness around the movement of your your spoon or your saucer or your uh, a glass of milk or whatever maybe. You don't have to deliberately it. it will just start to occur. And that and that way when you start producing uh, you are you're in line with or you there is a sense of equilibrium with whatever's showing up in front of you. You're no longer stopping something out of personal greed stopping out of something or out of fear you're, you're fundamentally dancing with reality might not look like a dance but you're you're in motion with what's happening your production is in harmony with everything because you've just stopped fighting with yourself uh, in your mind stream you watch the mind stream come and go no identity no rejection no acceptance no shutting down so the consciousness becomes liberated from the chains of uh, it's is for their affliction. You can do that. It can be done.
2: More. Is there a fake it till you make it aspect about the vow? About
1: it? Nah, don't fake anything. You're not going to make it. Can't. It's not uh, the vow is not something you can accomplish. That's the mundane path. It's just something you you just stop covering up your true nature, which is a uh, is not separate from the Buddha. And you just and this is a bodhisattva path. It takes time. It takes dedication, devotion, intention. It takes intention. When I talk about intention, I'm not talking about intention so that you'll re- so that you'll something will happen. I'm talking about intention so that you'll understand what you've been covering up. It's always been the case. You've always been the Buddha. You've never been separate from this. None of you. None of us. Even the the. People in, uh, in high offices and so on, they seem to be so crazy sometimes. They're not separate either. They're highly separated. Go ahead.
2: I guess I'm, I'm talking about the intention. You seem to have a genuine feeling to want to help others. Yeah. Um, which seems like a fundamentally something you receive. It's just, yeah. it happens naturally.
1: It's, it, it is. It's, na- it's just choiceless, takes no energy. It takes energy, but you you just seem to have all the energy you need to do whatever needs to be done.
2: If that inherent desire is not there, that's what I mean by what's the justification for taking the vow?
1: But don't take it. There is no justification for it unless you study this. If you read the sixteen precepts. And that, and you connect with that, then you'll, you'll connect with it. But there's no, there's no promises there. It's just talking about the nature of slowly moving away from the selfish, grasping, fear based, hope based mind into, uh, uh, into, uh, fundamental reality that the Buddha talked about. Pratitya Samutpada. Everything's dependently risen. There's no solid being anywhere. There's just, uh, consciousness only. There's just perception only. I guess we can uh, we can I think it would be totally justified to close right now
2: Hi, my name is Sokaren, and I'm one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan so freely offers his love to us and his wisdom through these talks and never asks us for anything in return. If you value what he does and what he is and want them to continue, please visit our donate page at Sokokoji.org. Thank you.